welcome to the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, the place where we discuss the hot villains of any gender from any genre. That includes crime, drama, action, adventure, romance, and good old horror. We're your hosts, Natasha Baptiste, Markella Dykfus, Eric Blake, and our guest today is Sierra Houck. <laughs> Sierra, um, you are from another podcast. Yeah, so I'm on the Sirens of Scream podcast. Uh, which is one that I do with my friends Jackie and Melissa. And we talk about pretty much all things horror. And then just by fact that we're three women who are all pretty nerdy, it blends into feminism and also just like nerd culture kind of stuff. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, um, <laughs> I just uh, knocked over some coffee. Did it spill? I can't see. There's a yeah, little drop. Just a, yeah, it's a little. It's okay. not a catastrophe. Erin's yeah. <laughs> rescuing good. my table. <laughs> Um, no, I was moving the computer back so I could see. So, so the episode, I listened to one of your episodes and it was very, I think you were recommending Halloween films. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited because you mentioned a lot of stuff that yeah, got me going. <laughs> so normally we do a couple recommendations at the beginning of just like stuff we're loving right now. But for Halloween, um, and the beginning of October, we did a big episode of like one movie every day of October. Mm-hmm. And so we tried to do like things that are easy to stream on Netflix and Hulu, but hopefully people haven't seen a ton of so that anybody who is super into horror would find something that they haven't seen yet. And anybody who isn't super into horror would get a pretty good range of things to like really get into it. Um, I don't remember who recommended it, but one of you recommended the movie Creep. Mm-hmm. That was me. And I that movie is crazy. <laughs> and I love the actor who played the creepy guy. Uh-huh. Mark Duplass. He's, yeah, he's been in some good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he usually does, like, indie films, not, like, horror films. Yeah, the one I love or the, the ones we love or something like that. He was really mm-hmm. great in that movie. Um, cool. And then... So I guess we can jump into, like, Halloween stuff. Oh, Natasha! <laughs> what? Natasha's wearing the headphones, <laughs> and she has it over her hair. And you actually look like, it makes you, it makes your hairstyle look more like a 70s, like, doll. Nice. Oh, you look so pretty. <laughs> I love that. I'm saying a lot of visuals right now. I apologize. She does look very beautiful. <laughs> Maybe we should have you have, have the headphones on you for our picture today. That would be awesome. Let's do that. Oh, my gosh. Fluff it up even more. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, is there any more, like, have you gotten any more headway on what you're going to do for Halloween yet? Um, we might do a couple costume, which is just a, it's a painting, <laughs> and uh, it's hard to describe. I think I've seen something like that online. I think so. I think it was an online find that we thought was cool. Then we might do, like, a Halloween costume shoot. And do something completely different, because as far as doing a photo shoot goes, we wanted to do like a Gomez Morticia thing, because that's mm-hmm. always fun. And I think that's the day before Halloween. So that's pretty much my oh, Halloween cool. That's plans. cool. You have no plans for Halloween night? For Halloween night, I'm pretty sure... Isn't that a Monday? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think I'm doing all my <laughs> Halloween stuff before that. Yeah. You're going to do it on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you? I was going to be a creepy clown, but then... You don't I think we all changed our costume (laughs) idea. They started getting stupid, and people are shooting at them now, so I'd rather not get beat up or shot. So I'm just going to be a bunny. Creepy bunny. When we released that podcast, I I had said on the podcast, oh yeah, that's really a a pulse climate on on where America is right now. The clown thing, and it was like totally over by the time you released the episode, <laughs> and I was like, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Sorry. 
I really wanted this to be a clown because I found this makeup artist that's doing like 30 days of Halloween and she did this awesome makeup thing where she just like blacked out her mouth down through mm -hmm. her chest. Ew. So and then it looked like there's teeth on her chest and like on the top of her mouth. So it just looked like this gaping black hole of a mouth and crazy eyes. And I was like, that'd be awesome as a clown. <laughs> so I'm just going to do it as a bunny. <laughs> That's a really cool idea. Could be the Monty Python bunny, mm -hmm. like when he goes all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I speak, there's going to be a mouth in the middle of the mouth. It's going to be great. Gross. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sierra? Um, this year I'm going as Dipper Pines from Gravity Falls. Which is a cartoon series. That I still need to watch. It's so good. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> and my partner is being a character from Steven Universe. He's being Steven's wrestling persona, Tiger Millionaire. Oh, oh that's yes. great. So it's not like super full costumey, but we're both cartoons this year. I still yes. feel it. Isn't yeah. that in one episode? Yeah. It's kind I feel of like, people. <laughs> I feel like people will know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're also going to our friend's Halloween party like the Saturday before Halloween, and it's all a bunch of nerds who love Steven Universe, so I think we're going to be in the right group of people yeah. for it to really hit. Uh, so I changed my costume as well. Um, my grandmother was in a circus for a long time, and she has um, a trapeze outfit that really fits me. It's really, cur like, it has curves in it with, b yeah. with like, boning oh, in cool. the butt and in the breasts, and then it tightens your waist a little bit. And it's black, and it has, like, hues of green, and it has tassels, and I guess I'm just going to be, like, a scary snake lady, so I'll have, like, yes. bites on nice. me, and I'll have, like, gloves, and I bought, like, a really beautiful rubber snake, and it's so cute, and I named the Snake Marie, Marie Calendars, but it's oh, a boy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Did we say in our last podcast who we were doing, or was that the surprise? I don't Should we? If not, I think it's we didn't. Be surprising. I didn't. I don't think we told them. So, happy Halloween! We're doing. Uh, we're doing Alien, the Xenomorph from Alien, the most loaded sexual creature of all time. Yeah. Now, Quite possibly, I went a little bit further because there's one alien in the film Alien, and mm -hmm. he's beautiful. But I automatically was thinking, well, there's so many aliens throughout the franchise, and I didn't have to watch Aliens. To know that, um, like, a group of aliens is more like if someone wants, like, an ookie-cookie situation, like a, like a gangbang situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I mean, so take someone who's attracted to the alien from Alien. Like, it, mm. it's a creepy hunter guy, like, stalking you, and he's all, like, uh, uh. How you say He's all juicy in his mouth. <laughs> I don't know. He's very wet. <laughs> um. But then take that same person and have them watch Aliens, and it's just a pack of them. groups and groups of aliens trying to, like, surround you, and they all, they all want you. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so that's what I imagined. I'm it sorry, I jumped so well, when I was reading about it, too, and they were like, oh, and they, they were female aliens, and I was like, that makes it even grosser, because they were all dripping. Mm -hmm. Vagina and mouths. They were, they were so just, like, excited soaked. to meet you. <laughs> But no, okay, so what does an alien, what does a xenomorph alien look like? We could start at the facehugger egg. Yeah. Okay. Impregnation. But the, start with the egg, yeah. not the yeah. facehugger itself? Because the egg itself, I think, rewatching this in the context of this podcast, you know, mm -hmm. the egg has, like, opens up, like, it kind of looks like, you know, like, 
the tip of a penis or like really? this like vaginal flower opening thing. Yeah, it's like it's real goopy. Yeah, I yeah. I saw um an interview with uh, one of the guys from Alien and or maybe it was Giger himself. Be that as it may, uh, the story goes that is it H R Giger. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna remember Geiger? that. There's so many. Geiger? There's so many. I've been saying yeah. Geiger my whole life, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "It's Geiger," and then I actually oh. watched like his documentary, and everyone's saying Geiger. So okay. I've been, we've been saying it wrong. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna call him Geiger because I'm not gonna remember the HR. There's so many writers that just go by like initials. So um, his egg had like a vagina on it. It was like a slit that opened up, and the mm-hmm. the face hugger came out. Um, and they told him it was they that it was too much like a vagina. So he said uh, he laughed like in the interview, and he said he made it like an X. And he was like, "I gave them two vaginas, ha ha ha." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so it's interesting that his two vaginas open up to like what you saw as like the head of, of a penis, which honestly yeah. makes sense too. I mean, with Geeker, it's just creepy. I watched one of the newest documentaries, and I always knew that his art was very sexual. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea it was so uh, blatant and, like, gratuitous as it is. Like, it's actually just, it's like porn. And he says that it's not, but it really is. The only time I see stuff like that is if is if someone's on a porn site. Like, that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what does the uh, egg look like? Looks like a penis vagina. Face mm-hmm. hugger. What does the face hugger look like? Spider. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's like a flesh-toned spider. The underside of the face hugger, people online were saying it looked like the inside of, like, a vagina or something. But to me... That's it, a weird-looking vagina. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good array of vaginas out there, but that would be an extraordinary one. Yeah. Um, and it's then, not a textbook. No. <laughs> what I thought... And I'm going off of the scene in Alien when they have the face hugger, like, down on the table yeah. and they're examining it. Yeah. To me, it looked like a really delicious fully cooked portobello mushroom, the underside of a portobello oh, mushroom yeah. with like all the juicy spices yeah. stuff on it. There's a an original concept that Giger did of the face hugger that is literally he's like the face hugger is like getting a blowjob because it even has so it shows like the inside of the guy's mm-hmm. mouth and it's prong is going into the guy's throat and then he has like actual like balls, like man balls on the man's <laughs> chin <laughs> and they changed it in the film um so that the balls aren't really balls it's just like face flaps that like hug your cheek that keeps it more secure on your face those are but i was like, like i was like those are sort. the those are the balls <laughs> in, the, in the picture <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. But it doesn't just look like that. What else does the face look like? <laughs> like, like a girl. Well, it also has the tail, too, that, like, wraps around your throat. Yeah. So there's, like, a choking aspect to it, too. Yeah. I have not seen every movie ever made, but I feel confident in saying that that's the, the best uh, working, like, animal, like, a creature that I've ever seen in, in a movie. It's, what's that word? Alan keeps using it. Help me try and figure out this word. So when Alan's watching a movie, especially with like aliens or like or like a like a robot or something, he's like that has no purpose, and he mm-hmm. like points out all these things like evolutionarily. 
Yeah, yeah, like it wouldn't like, make sense to have those parts. Like yeah, when you make a creature it. and it just has all this stuff on it to make it look cool, but it doesn't mm-hmm. actually make any sense or it's yeah. not useful. Yeah. So the face hugger, it's like everything there is like it's useful. very thoughtful. It's like yeah, it's very yeah. thoughtful mm-hmm. and it's perfect. It's I still a super don't thoughtful bondage. Creature. I still don't yeah. know the word <laughs> I'm thinking. It's fine. I just wanted to sound smart, but my mind's <laughs> blanking. <laughs> face huggers are gross. They also look like camel spiders. If you remember when we started our war with Iraq, there was a lot of, like, scary stories from the soldiers coming back to the U.S. about these camel spiders that basically look like facehuggers, but they jump up on their hind legs and scream at you. <gasps> and then they, um, I, actually, they look a lot like facehuggers. That's, that's maybe so that's funny. where they got the design from. Maybe. Um, but they're cream-colored cool. spiders. They're very large, and they, I think all of this is meth by now, so I'm just getting stuff from, like, 2002 <laughs> era, but they... As I recall. <laughs> so they, the, cal- the camel spiders would bite you, and you can't feel it, and then they burrow into your body, basically. Oh. But they're, like, as big as your hand. <laughs> I feel like you'd notice that right away. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this what? tumor on me that wasn't there when I fell asleep? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. so... Natasha pulled up a picture of a uh, camel spider for us. All it needs is a tail right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> around you. Yeah, right? Simply Google mm-hmm. camel spider if you dare. I love Google every time. <laughs> I love Google. <laughs> Wait, what does that look like? <laughs> um, the xenomorph her himself. There's a lot of back and forth. Apparently, a xenomorph book came out describing mm-hmm. or proving that the xenomorphs are all female. But I feel like that ruins a lot of people's depiction of what they are, especially a lot of people that might find them attractive. I I saw a lot of xenomorph... (laughs) I saw a lot of xenomorph porn where they had (laughs) dicks. Interesting. Um, Well, you can put that on anything in porn. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this was 3D porn, so... And, uh, I mean, I don't mean to misgender the xenomorphs, but the way I look at it is I just recently found out that they're all supposed to be female. I'm not sure how many people know that they're all supposed to be female. I think a lot of people like to think of the aliens as male for the most part, or male or female, or genderless or whatever, but... From my research, <laughs> from my sex research, I I think a lot of people prefer to see them as male. I didn't see anyone interested in the idea of seeing the, the alien xenomorphs as female, unfortunately. Even though I'm sure they're probably out there, I didn't see anything like that. Yeah. So the way I look at it mm-hmm. is I do respect the fact that they're all female, but I don't have a problem with people who prefer to see them as male, I guess. I... Solemn as male, only because, I mean, that's where my mind went. But uh, the more I read, some guy, like, broke it down on his, like, movie blog. Break it, break it down. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. But he made, like, this valid point, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think of it like that, because they lay eggs. And he was like, yeah, Yeah. they're all female. And then it just made sense the more he broke it down. He was like, the main female character is, like, the bravest one in, like, Mm -hmm. pretty much every movie. And then the more the movie goes... Especially in the last one, like, all the females in the movie, like, shaved head, short hair, super super masculine, like, very much like your opposite of what you would 
assume a woman in this like movie to be except for the one other woman in the first movie where she Mm -hmm. was like more of like that typical like female role and I was like oh that actually makes more sense that all the strong characters in the movie whether it's like their heroine or it's the villain are female and they're they very all have strong short hair, you're right going back even before we meet the facehugger they're already starting with a lot of basically just birth language um because their main computer is called mother mm-hmm. and then when yeah. they disconnect the landing ship to go check out they're like oh the umbilicus is you know, disconnected <laughs> it's like, and i'm just like taking that down and uh so they're already like kind of preparing these analogies and then there's several like traumatic birth scenarios in this yeah. And they're all like, yeah. So good. I did pick up on that the 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 Nostromo, the ship, the hallways, and like all the dark parts. Those parts of the ship look like the xenomorph aliens, and then the light, creamy white parts of the ship basically look like the face huggers, right? I think that was a design choice. <laughs> that was a good choice. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. I wrote down Nostromo's computer is named Mother, and everyone is inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> and then um but yeah when they go onto that alien ship did you notice the the giant alien the architect the way he died also lo- called the pilot the pilot yeah he looks like he's holding his johnson <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a big gun that's like coming out of him and i saw that and i was like am i reading too much into like the sexuality of this film is he really like holding like a big there's no reading penis too much penis? okay <laughs> So I think that's what they want you to do. I came across uh, the Giger concept for that, and mm-hmm. it's much more obviously a giant alien holding his dick. Like, that's wow. what it is. And in the movie, they tone it down. But it, I, I'm glad that I wasn't crazy in thinking that that's what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got away with a lot. They did a movie. really good job of making things obvious, but not blatant. Like, nixing the balls on the face. I think they just cut the, like, they cut the balls in half, made then, them pancakes and hugged the cheeks. cheeks. But then like making the rope that wrapped the throat, it was like shit, like yeah. All right, you were like mm-hmm. aggressively throat fucking this dude. Yeah, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> and that the fingers kind of look like hands is really great too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Having your head held, it's just like ooh. And then like uh this other vlog, movie vlog was saying how like it was really cool and kind of gross that all the like the AIs or the robots like when they got injured it just looked like they were spewing oh, yeah. like sperm basically mm-hmm. it was just oh, like the robots? white yeah it was yeah. Just, like white they're, like, <laughs> they're all just covered in it uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. especially in the first movie you're like oh that's so funny <laughs> did anyone have to sit through alien resurrection for this podcast oh yeah i totally saw that <laughs> no I like that movie, but I, I hate like, that movie. <laughs> I liked it because it was so different, and it was kind of like, uh, what's her name, Sigourney Reaver's uh, like, mm-hmm. character was kind of funny in it, because like, when she finds out Renoa Ryder is like an AI, yeah. and she's like, what did they make you for? And she's like, well, I have empathy. And she's like, so did you, they made you an asshole robot? You're the <laughs> asshole version of like, and I was like, God, I love this character. Uh, it's so different and so funny, because all the other ones, she's so serious, and this one, she yeah. like makes jokes, kind of randomly the entire time and then has no feeling then randomly has feelings i don't know well, after after i saw the robot blood as like spermy 
grossness. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not gross. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Not even offended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in Resurrection, um, Winona Ryder, she gets, like, punctured in her side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a part where Sigourney Weaver kind of just sticks two fingers in and pulls out, like, the white goopy stuff. Yeah. And then all the guys start... like, stabbed in the ribs and, like, touching the wound to see if it's real. Yeah. Yeah. And and then all the guys start, like, making fun of her and stuff, and she looks so ashamed. And I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like none of this. (laughs) Well, there's a couple parts, like, the one guy with all the scars on his face, when she, like, burns down all the clones or the failed clones... Yeah. of herself or whatever. It was just like, ugh, must be a woman thing. I was like, she was cloned and they were all like mm-hmm. disformed and awful. One chick was like, ask her to kill her. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So I guess we're still on the way the xenomorph looks. We haven't really gotten to what he looks like yet. Or they, what they look like yet. Um, well, we've covered a lot of facehugger stuff we could go yeah. through. Yeah. So then the second part is the chest burster. Which is oh, a damn. Oh, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Super ecstatic burst through the chest. Uh-huh. And it's a slow coming up, too. It's like so, like every time like, it's just pulsing. like, uh, it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> so boom. Has the little teeth. Has the little teeth. Does anybody remember Spaceballs? Mm-hmm. I do. I, that was my favorite part in Spaceballs when he does the little, he puts his little top hat on and he dances for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, this time I kind of, I had forgotten because it's been a while that he kind of like looks around the room. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Surveys everybody. What's up with that? <laughs> He's like, eh, I'll leave. <laughs> I just, I remembered it being a faster scene of getting you know, out of the chest and then, like, scampering off. And I was like, oh, no, there's some really ominous timing in there, and they have to kind of sit with this thing for a bit. You did yeah. hear that all of the actors didn't really know how that was supposed to go, so it kind of oh, got really? their actual reaction. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody warned them. Yeah. <laughs> that poor blonde lady, the Invasion of the Body Snatchers X-Files lady, I don't mm-hmm. know that actress's name, but she had a good reaction. <laughs> that is else? one of the most classic scenes in sci-fi horror. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Is there anything else about the little tiny baby? Very phallic. It's another yeah. traumatic mm-hmm. exit burst. It looks for like sure. happy and angry. Oh, it looks like happy. happy and angry at the same time. I don't really see how that's phallic. So can you explain you it know? just a little bit more? Is it just because it's like a little He's just got tall that dome, little dome head? You know? Dome head okay. and a shaft. So All right. It's just a very long shaft. Yeah. I guess you're right. That's cool. They kept That's calling funny. everything phallic. Everything I was reading, I was like, all right, not everything that looks like a stick is supposed to be a dick. It's Here's like, the thing. Fine. Here's the thing about a lot of horror films that I've seen in the past, and I think finally, I mean, I've seen people say it, but I think just recently Patrick Bromley from F This Movie said it, and I congratulate him. Okay, like, there's a lot of, so the aliens in the movie, his mouth comes forward and it kind of punctures your your brain or whatever part mm-hmm. of your body it decides. And that's phallic because he's entering your body. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, In any slasher film, they always end up saying, like, oh, it's really phallic. Like, he's stabbing you with a knife. Like, he's stabbing you. And I'm like, oh, so every stab, anytime, like, a knife goes through you or a sword or anything, that's supposed to be, like, sexual. Mm. I don't buy that. Stabbing is just stabbing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, but they, I mean, 
look, read every review for every movie ever and they'll say that about something like, oh, he punched him. It's so phallic. Like, he punched him. And I'm like, what? Like, anytime anyone touches your body, it's not, I don't see it as a phallic thing, especially yeah. when it's knives. This so, is more in the looks like a dick. I will it's give kind of toxic to correlate any kind of violent act to. I'll give him. I'll give oh, alien like sex. I'll give alien the phallic like you know puncturing mm-hmm. with the mouth thing. I'll give it that. But I congratulate anyone that will call out a movie reviewer and say I don't think that stab wound is phallic. Yeah. <laughs> I also I mean it's kind of like it punctures and then explodes. So it's kind of like a very. Yeah. Pretty much a big joke about, like, coming in someone. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Every fun, single yeah. time it happened, like, people were just exploding everywhere. Like, really? So violent. <laughs> I, I feel like that's one thing that people that have an attraction to the xenomorphs feel is how strong the alien is. Mm-hmm. Like, they can do anything. And it's it's one of those, I don't want to call it a kink, but it's it's one of those things where this thing is so dangerous it can do anything to anyone, but maybe it just wants to give me a kiss or yeah. something. Like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. special. It makes me special. Did you see any, did you guys see any deviant art accounts? <laughs> I'll leave that uh, for, I'll leave that for the end of the podcast. Anyone who goes to deep web? <laughs> deviant art is not deep web. No. <laughs> no Should be, that's though. That's where the good shit is. Mm. Is, uh, is 4chan not deep web? I mean, it's like right there for... It's in Google. It's not deep web. Isn't no. that terrifying that that's not deep web? <laughs> okay, so Xenomorph. I want to talk about what he looks like. He, they. I want to talk about what they, they look like. I wrote down, their hands are fine. I don't remember their hands looking like that, and it really throws me off. It throws off my groove. The, it, the Xenomorph body isn't much like a human form until like kind of the end of the film he looks bulkier than you're expecting in the end um but his their hand her hand is like a guy's hand with with prosthetics over it and it's really Mm -hmm. web-like like Like, yeah Yeah. think of the creature from the black lagoon any form of the creature from the black lagoon and that's basically the alien's hand i don't think that's sexy um (laughs) I think people try and, like, cover up the fact that he has webbed hands. <laughs> well, the first time you really see his hands, like, they're coming towards you, and you really see that webbing. It's the creature from yeah, the Black Lagoon hand. Like, skeletal figure-looking yeah. things. Yeah, his, he has thin fingers, but you see that whole hand a couple times in the movie, and it's not it's not what you're expecting from the rest of his kind of, like, spindly form. Are you looking it up? Oh, yeah. She's Googling it. Which well, I but, recall yeah. from the action mm-hmm. figures, they really had like just <laughs> basically really bony hands, and they did Thank away God. with the webbing. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! Alan has at his workspace an alien figure, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't have webbed fingers. I think they got rid of that whole thing because honestly, in the other alien films, I'm not sure if I see webbed hands like that. So obviously, it was a misstep that they corrected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xenomorph's head looks like a dick, I guess. Well, the top of it. Yeah. In Giger's art, Is he it does... Kind of just, like, it has a tip, and then it... Yeah, it does. Yeah. In Giger's art, he did a lot of alien designs, and he made the heads bigger, and I think on one one drawing he did, it's the xenomorph that just does have a a dick on his head. Like, his head is a penis. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you could absolutely describe the head as, like, a helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Just a dick with a mouth with another dick in it. Well, I think you mentioned something earlier that's a big theme of this movie. is just kind of like feeling helpless against this thing once mm-hmm. it's like in its full form. Because it's just like, oh, it could be anywhere. Especially yeah. when you're like down in the water and it's dark and you're like, ah. Well, yeah, it's funny because yeah. the earlier stuff plays on, like, fear of birth in a very, like, visceral sense. And mm-hmm. this is more like, oh, God, something terrible could happen to me at yeah. any second. I feel like this That's is also the how the that video game, the alien game that came out, I think in that game, you can't really defend, you don't have any weapons, you just have to... You just crouch and hide. Yeah, mm-hmm. and survive. I love that. Alan tried to play that game and he got bored of it, but I was really into it. I can't play video games. So I have to watch people play them like I'm watching a movie. Um, I'm kind of the same way. I do the same thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like it's like a movie. Yeah. Do you, can you play video games? I play video games. Eric, do you know how to play video games? Oh. <laughs> do you video games? <laughs> Teach me how to game. We don't know how. <laughs> I can play I can play Peggle and I can play uh, Minecraft. Minecraft's a good starting spot for anybody, I think. I can't Mario move on Pro- from that. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. Anytime I try to do both joysticks yeah i'm just spinning like where did everyone go like, i spin and then i get stuck and i get stuck on a corner yeah mm-hmm. i totally get stuck in a corner and then i end up shooting people on my own team i you don't pick me for the video games i'm the no. last person picked a couple of podcasts back the two girl guests we had about video games they invited me over to their house to like watch them play video games all day and i still have to take that them up on really the fun yeah <laughs> they were like come Come to my living room, sit on the floor, and watch me play Uh video games with quote-unquote attractive villains in them. (laughs) So (laughs) I have to do that sometime. (laughs) I guess we can feel free to, like, jump around in this episode since I feel like there's a lot of stuff to cover. And we've been jumping around already, so... um, well, we've got the three kind of stages that you see in the first Alien movie. What are your favorite parts of this, like? Favorite parts of the movie? Uh, well, which of these or three the do you like the most? Oh, I lo- my favorite, as sexy as I think the Xenomorph full form is, I really like the face hugger because the design works yeah. on so many levels. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. It gets straight to the point. Yeah. Every part of it makes perfect sense. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. And then they added <laughs> the word that you're trying to think of. I still don't know what word you're trying okay. to think of, but I know where you were going. But Lay even the me. fact that they added in like the acid blood, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't necessary, was awesome. And the way it looked in the film, the way it <laughs> yeah. disintegrated on the floor was crazy. Yeah. It so like cool. burned it out and then it just kept disintegrating, going down. Wasn't necessary, but totally awesome. What's your favorite? <laughs> uh, it's probably the face hugger too. Like It's hard to argue against that because it's just... What if really somebody was well like? Then, what if somebody was like the egg? Oh, the egg. <laughs> Super into that egg. Don't join us. Yeah, but uh, it just has so many like kinks that it represents as far as its imagery goes. Agreed. And then mm-hmm. uh, I also was reading an article recently about this dildo that like lays this gel egg inside you. And I was like, I wonder where that kind of fetish came yeah. from. Yeah. And I was like, so it's like... Oh, wait, is even... it like a like a softer, like like a bath pearl type thing? Or is it like yeah. just like stuff? It's just like a gel that just either dissolves in the body or just like sit right out. And it's oh, just like in I've an seen... egg form. And it goes up through this. There's like, there's strap-ons <laughs> that every once in a while, or maybe if you squeeze it a certain way, it Ejects. expels. Yeah, it, it, exact, it, it does that thing. That's crazy. And it's not like harmful to the inside of your body or anything. This is like I would hope not. <laughs> the face hangers are interesting too because they're really terrifying when they're on you. And then it comes off 
and it's done. And yeah. then you kind of have a false sense of security of like, okay, well, that's over. Yeah. And then, oh shit, here comes this chestburster. Um, in Alien 3, Ripley actually calls the alien impregnation a violation. She That's mm-hmm. that's the word she uses to describe it. And I thought that that's was cool. Accurate. That's what I read pretty much everybody was like. It was this weird, rapey thing. Yeah, I think I've been scared to use that word out loud, but I mean, everything in this movie is rape, so. Yeah. There you go. However, oh, this is the worst time to bring this up. Ugh. Or is it? No, it's the worst time to bring this up. I'm about to say, and here I am, here I'm gonna go saying it. I wrote down, um, the aliens protect people who've been impregnated. It's, this is romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. It's endearing. I said that because of the people who have this xenomorph fetishization in the third film she has the she oh she has a queen inside of her mm-hmm. and then the alien that's stalking everyone is leaving her alone and i think i might well, be making this up having a purpose and so the xenomorphs are like you know you're the special one you have the queen in you you're you're mm-hmm. fine and i don't know i just put like oh it's romantic <laughs> like you know for all the people out there that you know want to have that in their lives this is the wrong time to bring that up. The whole yeah. movie is about rape. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not romantic. Are you hungry? I heard you're... There was a oh, big breakfast. old stomach growl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. I did like the full form xenomorphs. Just because they kind of symbolize the whole feeling of the movie. Like, he was trying to make this great sense of, like, he went way out of his way to make this, like, platform of, okay, this woman's a very strong, brave person who's never been in this situation before. And, like, the first three movies, especially in the first one, the guy that you think is going to be, like, saving the day, kind of, like, wimps out. Once the she, captain? Yeah, once she yeah. hits the fan, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he makes all these crazy weird decisions. And she was always kind of, like, the strong one. Like, even when they came back and she was like, no, he has to be quarantined. What are you guys talking about? He's and like, everybody else was like, he's yes. our friend. You're like, reacting she was like, you're uh, a woman. <laughs> no. And the, yeah, and they kept saying yeah. things like that. It was like, you want to bring the guy with the alien on his face you're in your ship. So like, dumb. she's... <laughs> being logical we're not gonna bring the guy with the zika flu into mm-hmm. the rest of the community like so we're gonna keep him. i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i was going to say he's my favorite character but now that you're describing him i feel like that's what i would do like i'd be like but he he's in trouble like yeah we have to help him like it's and fine just thinking there's like, no virus this could kill everyone keep him in there so I'm the captain, yeah. you're Ripley. We went on this ship knowing that some of us may die. We can't endanger everyone. And then he ends up doing it. And so she's the only one that like kind of makes it out. But it was cool that like all, like not all of them, but most of the female characters were like that. And then the aliens were all female characters that were just like laying eggs in people in, in very like masculine ways. So they're like female characters doing a lot of masculine things exactly mm-hmm. like the human character or the human female characters were very had more masculine characteristics than typical female characteristics. But then there's also a lot of themes of motherhood, which yeah. is an interesting juxtaposition between oh, yeah. these things. It was kind of insane. Like they kinda and it evolved. It kept evolving. Like the first film was just like her getting chased around and mm-hmm. whatever. And then the second but film But then you got Newt thrown in there. Yeah. Like, I need to protect this child. Oh yeah. She's kind yeah, of yeah. my child now. And then she gets kind of impregnated with this alien and mm-hmm. like has basically a C section and like <laughs> And then she has this kind of motherly vibe, too. Like, she can mm-hmm. feel them. She's, oh, I feel them near. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care before. 
Um, Eric, I forgot to mention way back when you were describing like how everything is very like the the ship is called Mother mm-hmm. and all that. A crack a cracked article that I I've stumbled upon. But well, that's some good stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, I know, but, but I I'm not giving them any credit. I didn't yeah. write down this person's <laughs> name because I don't know what I was doing. Um, a cracked article person described Alien as a film franchise based entirely on. Oh, wait. Hang on. I'm going to cut this part out. Based entirely Wait, on... what did I write? Was this when you read? The cracked... <laughs> the cracked article person said um, that... Oh, the alien show. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the... How do I describe this? I'm putting my phone down. Basically, what they said was the people from the Nostromo came onto the alien ship and they're like sperm and one of them reaches the alien egg... Oh yeah, and bra- and you and know, they make ta- a baby. and they make a baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying yes, to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should the make birds a and the bees. I need to go make a mimosa. <laughs> oh my god! I just press paused on the fucking thing. Me, <laughs> I'm me. Okay, we all have mimosas and yeah, cold brewed yeah. coffee. How is it? Oh, it's good. Oh, good. I get to drink some later. Just found an image of Bob Ross, but it looks like he's painting paint colors. H- <laughs> <laughs> Sierra pulled up a Bob Ross painting in H.R. Giger, and his his paint uh, is just black. It's all just black paint. <laughs> Beautiful. So in the film Alien, does anybody want to interpret what happens to blonde lady when the tail goes up between her legs and then she screams and then she dies? Okay. That reminded me of Evil Dead with the tree. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Tree. So that scene. Divine. Mm-hmm. What about you? Natasha, I'm sorry. I'm, no. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like you, like everyone knows who I'm talking Everybody's to. Everybody's in the room with us. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it until really I saw the rest of the films. And like, I feel like she was one of the only ones where it was a little bit more intimate than when she like died. Everyone else was really quick. And she was spent a little bit more time. Or she spent more time <laughs> with her. <laughs> um, I didn't see it as anything other than... So what I thought was happening was the alien's tail was going up between her legs and he was just... They were just going to lift her up and, like, eat her or something. And actually, I think one in one of the scripts... The alien picks her up and tries to pull her through a vent that's too small for her body, and she mm. dies that way. But, I mean, that doesn't happen in the film, per se. But a lot of people saw it as, like, oh, she was stabbed through her, you know, between her legs. It's just stabbed up into her and she died. Or, oh, she it stabbed into her back. Or, oh, it did something mm. sexual. And I didn't see it that way, even after I read about that. But a lot of people do. A lot of people saw that. So yeah. I guess it's cool that it's up for interpretation. There was actually one script, which I thought was the coolest, where, um, you know how throughout the film, she's very terrified and just not into anything that's happening? In one of the scripts, she sees one of her crew, um, like, die in front of her, like, he gets killed in front of her, and then she basically curls up into a locker, and she dies of fright. 
Hmm. Which basically means, like, what, has, like, a heart attack or something? Yeah. Yeah. She basically is just terrified into... She just dies. And I think that if they had filmed that and done it right, that would have been probably the scariest part of the movie for me. And it really would have spoke to how Sigourney Reaver's character acted in the second movie, where she was just, like, constantly having night terrors and, like... Fighting, not going on the ship with the Marines, which, I mean, I got either way, but it would have definitely just been like, well, yeah, homegirl died in locker. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> My friend died in the locker. Yeah. <laughs> she was scared. Like, she was that scared. I ain't going on that <laughs> ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going to work in the loading docks for the rest of my life. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> That really would have played to, like, how helpless everybody felt against Uh the creature in the first place, so that would have been a cool move. On Alien Resurrection, which is the movie I both like and hate, I already took your temperature on that, right? You said you liked it? I liked it because it was all a little bit different. Like, none of the guys were all that scared, which was weird, because in all the other movies they were, like, super scared to fight the aliens, and they were, like, all for it. I don't know, everything was just kind of flip-flopped. The execution was horrendous, and they made so many awful missteps, but I feel like what they were trying to do with the fourth film was they took every great aspect from the first three films and tried to put it into one and, like, elevate that. Yeah. I think the thing I disliked the most was the sexism that was in the fourth one, but I think... So the director, I don't know much about him. I know that he did City of Lost Children, which I'm not a fan of. Oh my god, unless I'm thinking about someone completely different. But he's not from America, and I don't watch that many French films to know, to, like, gauge, like, what kind of film they do have over there. But I feel like this movie was unnecessarily sexist. But I feel like because of that, I'm thinking that he thought that that was part of the sexuality of the movie. Like, oh, all the guys are talking about sex with the girls and the girls don't like it, but maybe to him that was part of the sexuality of the movie. Because I think that aside from the original Alien film, it's the most sexual of the franchise. But he did it a completely different way. He did it the wrong way. Like in the first one, it's done so tastefully. so subtle. And subtle. Yeah. But in the fourth one, he's like, ha The fourth one is... Dicks! Yeah. hit you over the head with Not only that, but the only other girl other than Winona Ryder, she did have longer hair, and she was wearing skin-tight clothes the entire time. I forgot that she existed. Yeah. And then... That was a lot for her character. Yeah. And she was, like, into it. Yeah, the her boyfriend, I guess, which you don't know what's her boyfriend at first. He's, like, just being really sexist towards her. And then you find out that they're dating, and she's, like, totally fine with it. Yeah. Like, that's just how they are, I guess. And there's a lot of, like, macho bullshit. Like, when they're Mm -hmm. in the weight room, and it's just, like, kind of ridiculous. But I do like how he kind of elevated Sigourney Weaver's, like, strong points. Like, she was, she got braver and braver every film. So this film, Mm -hmm. she wasn't scared at all of anything. Of course, she was a clone, but, like, she just wasn't scared of the aliens at all. I have such sympathy for that character. Always kind of pushing to be a leader. And so everything that was, like, good about her in every other film was just kind of, like, elevated. I think that Resurrection is the saddest film in the franchise because everything about it is so sad. I'm excited so for the new sad. one. Me too. I'm kind of excited where they go with it. Probably going to be some birth themes. Mm-hmm. Themes of birth. Mm-hmm. If there isn't, it's not a real alien. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> a real alien. I don't remember. I think Alien Resurrection is from 97? 
I don't really remember. It's in like the late 90s. Yeah. And I wrote down that I wondered if the sexuality in the, in Alien Resurrection was because of the attraction people already seem to have for the Xenomorphs. Like people were into the sexuality of the franchise. So I don't know if the fourth film was a response to that or there was like a big boom after the film where people were like really into aliens like xenomorphs like in that way because of the fourth one because they they put it out in the open so much the scene that i point to which is my favorite scene because it's brad dorif and he's one of the hottest people like on the planet there's a scene where the doctor which is brad dorif he has an alien behind glass and he's just like he's like hey baby and then he starts like kissing the glass does he lick it or kiss it I think he kisses it, but if he licks it, it wouldn't surprise me. But he was basically trying to, like, make out with the alien, and then the alien, like, scares him, and then he's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, favorite, favorite part. Favorite part of the whole franchise. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little ponytail, the great, like... It's fine. Ponytail. Oh, no, I like it, too. Like, he had the little silver ponytail holder. Just kind of go... awesome and that leads into like on like kissing like giving kisses to aliens giger drew concepts i'm not sure for which film i'm assuming actually the third one's the last one he worked on so okay so between one and three giger drew concepts of aliens kissing humans and how the aliens could use that to like use that moment to like stab through the human like through through their mouth with their Mm -hmm. surprise tongue (laughs) um (laughs) Surprise mandible. And, uh, because I, I, he was describing these in an interview, I think on YouTube, but he was like, he was like, this one, a man attempts to kiss the alien, but the alien stabs him in the eye. <laughs> and he's like laughing oh about God. it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Aliens are cool. Are you nasty? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. In Resurrection, I don't know why this podcast is so alien resurrection. I'm sorry. It has xenomorphs. There's a baby birth that the doctors... Oh, gosh, I actually don't remember what the context of this scene is. I think it's towards the beginning of the film. The doctors are birthing a baby, and I don't know if it's an alien or or a human even. I, I completely forgot what they're birthing exactly. But all of the doctors operating are acting as if it's, like, super sexy. Oh, because, okay. and I was like, so, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like at the beginning of the movie, it's they like take a medical the queen thing. Out of the yeah. Ripley clone. Okay, they took the queen out of the Ripley clone, and that—that's what queen it was. Gives birth, gives a live birth later, because they had to step up the birth metaphor. Yeah, for this film. yeah. But <laughs> I think that's where, at the beginning of the film, is where I started to see like. This film is being really sexual, but, like, in a dumb way. Yeah. Because I was like, why are you... There's nothing, like, steamy and, like, erotic about having a, like, like a cesarean section. Yeah. (laughs) But they were definitely all, like, told by the director to, like, act like that for some reason. Like, breathe hard. Like, you don't need to be really into this science. I think I recall, like, they took the alien baby out of the tummy, and all of them were like... (gasps) Oh, like that? I was like, ew. No. No. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) No good. And that's why we like the first one so much. That's actually one of my favorite uh, horror films ever. I definitely gave it five out of five stars on Letterboxd. Sierra, do you have Letterboxd? Mm -mm. The only podcast I heard from you was the one we were talking about films, so I feel Mm -hmm. like you're really into movies and stuff. 
Letterboxd is basically Facebook and IMDb combined. Okay. Like, you basically just, like, talk about movies. And, like, recommend <laughs> things to people. Yeah, and, like, I collect. really like pushing movies on people. Yeah. <laughs> I should send you a link. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I don't even know if I've heard of that before. I found out about it last year, and I had been looking for So I love making lists of movies just for yeah. myself or, like, to recommend for people. I like coming up with, like, oh, that would be a really good double feature. Exactly. Like, exactly. This would be a good party to throw. Exactly. <laughs> and so I would, like, I, I had a job where I was standing around a lot, so I would just mm-hmm. write down lists of movies. And the whole time, like, I'd go online and check to see if there was, like, any sort of website where I could do that online and, like, save it, and there wasn't. But there was, because letter boxed has been around for a long time mm-hmm. okay what else we haven't talked about predator at all <sighs> which i have not i feel yes, like I have. predator yes, is but... like the incarnation of masculinity no what do you oh definitely are you talking yeah. about yeah. alien versus predator the well, movie or the predator, predator starting out with like schwarzenegger right yeah or was it schwarzenegger it, or was it's it the other guy theory predator has like really beautiful okay. hair Right? Yeah, yeah he has like the super dark long box. hair. Yeah, I haven't seen Predator since I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that really is like it. super duper masculine, mm-hmm. like which is stalker. Why I feel like the uh, <laughs> mainly that. Yeah, it's mainly sadly. He's like the creepy guy you met once that keeps mm-hmm. you keep seeing everywhere. Like, yeah, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I need to cover Quit myself with your, in like, mud heat immediately. <laughs> <laughs> keep check my heat. I just mm-hmm. imagined. Do you remember the the guy the Geico caveman commercials? Yeah. They had a TV show that failed where they oh, were yeah. all, they were playing like indoor um, <laughs> tennis, I guess, yeah. and like having coffee. I just pictured while you guys were talking like a predator, like TV show where he's wearing like a hat with That's his hair funny. like under the hat. Yeah. and <laughs> Like he's playing just, golf like a normal dude. Yeah. And he just wants like to get his internet show like up on running. I would watch that <laughs> show actually. I, I think would that would be really funny. I liked life. when uh they did stuff like that with what was it, Jason and Family Guy where like they're showing him the house, like some mm. realtor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his son comes up and starts stabbing him. He's like, Not right now. <laughs> oh, that's cute. No, it'd be like Master of None, but, but his with wife, Predator. Yeah. <laughs> and he just But his wife is like this normal chick. He wants like, to make pasta with chick. his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. I haven't seen Pre- Alien vs. Predator since it came out. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to watch it again for the podcast, and Alan was like, we're not paying. We're not Amazon paying for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Three dollars is too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Predator in forever. I just remember. How many Predator movies are there? I think there's I feel quite like there's a, few. a lot. There's quite a few. It's a lot of Predator versus something else. Yeah. No, it's me and Alan's one year anniversary tomorrow, and we didn't plan anything except eat and watch TV, so maybe we can just watch all the Predator mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> celebrate our marriage. <laughs> can make that happen. How did the Predator kill people? With his, Kissed him with like, his dick. Claws. Yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Dick pieces. <laughs> and then you shoot him and stab him and stuff. Pretty routine jungle operation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. His was a lot of like, I am invisible and I'm going to track you and like. Oh, he was invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I need yeah, to yeah. watch that again. Jeez. The only way you could see him is like, you see these like waves of. Well, weirdness. we could see him yeah. as the viewers. I'm like, well, well, yeah. Obviously when... that because the effects aren't that good. <laughs> but when the people were like, oh, he's over there, you'd like uh-huh. see these waves of random shit mm-hmm. you're like oh fuck <laughs> that is another monster you're helpless against oh yeah yeah but not in an 
fun and interesting way the way xenomorphs no nope, just being yeah. hunted in the open yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel like the xenomorphs like slinking around in the rafters or whatever in the events is like way scarier than yeah they're a little bit more coming clever. after you yeah because they couldn't get invisible or anything they were just mm-hmm. like hiding they're almost like spiders well i guess that makes sense because they're because face the face are. the face hookers yeah but they just kind of like <laughs> waited for their prey to come up and then they just kind of got them yeah, that whole alien versus predator thing. I think they came together in DC Comics or Dark Horse Comics first before, before the, the movies. Movie. And I read some of those in bookstores growing up, and things got out of control where like a human ends up rolling with predators for like years, awesome. just hunting what? aliens. Like, yeah, she kicks ass, and I think like they kind of started her character in one of the AVP movies, but I'm not sure if they <laughs> have continued that. There's more than one Alien vs. Predator, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many, though. I almost want to watch them just because. It's weird now because I'm watching a lot of ironically bad movies, but that are newer, and I've never done that before. So I feel like I could possibly watch Alien vs. Predator as an ironically bad movie and still try and enjoy it. Some movies I can't can't do that with. Yeah. There's throwbacks to the I'm learning ways to enjoy films that I, I couldn't before. I grabbed one more kind of quote from a from a website that I that I can actually give um, some credit to this time. It's telegraph.co.uk, whatever alien article they had. <laughs> That's not credit, Marcella. Um, <laughs> but they said um, the real reason Alien was given the British rating eighteen was because censors found the monster too sexy. The great concern was sexual imagery, which it was thought would be too much for teenage minds. The face hugger scene was regarded as a perverse view of sexual function, according to notes released by the British Board of Film Classification. Hmm. That's kind of cool. But I like how it was like, too sexy. A <laughs> monster was too sexy. So my my venture into the deviant art portion mm-hmm. of the internet... <laughs> Um, was a lot of um, male, distinctly male aliens with curvy, shining bodies, like very, almost like a, and I mean, again, they could have been supposedly like genderless or female xenomorphs, but I'm just going to go with the male aspect because that's, I feel like that's how they were drawn, but they still had extremely slender, very sexually positioned, like shiny What's that material? That's not leather. Like vinyl? Like vinyl looking, like latex looking bodies. Uh, Drooling. A lot of drooling in there. Mm -hmm. That checks out. Oh, uh, that's the other thing. So the way that they're drawn attracts a lot of attention to to the fact that they're naked. So a lot of the alien art that I saw, I mean, of course the aliens are nude, but in the drawings, they basically looked like they needed to wear clothes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And the point is, is that they're not wearing clothes, so it's all just crazy sexual. So good job, Deviant Art. I think a lot of the artists were male and in their like twenties to thirties, but there was some female artists too. And then the only other thing was, I think I came across a Tumblr website that had their Tumblr website description was uh, furless furries, so it was mm-hmm. like dragons and lizards and xenomorphs but it was like a furry thing so it was like a sex thing Mm -hmm. by the way this podcast 
is a not safe for work podcast episode. <laughs> so if you're wearing headphones or if you have headphones, grab them. <laughs> it's a little too late. <laughs> like, probably I figured that out. Probably, yeah. <laughs> they know. In the beginning when we started off with vaginas, they probably were like headphones. We did start with vaginas. Yeah. Two so. vaginas. <laughs> I was just wrapping up. Googling DeviantArt Xenomorph and uh, one, oh, of yeah, look it up. one of the autofills was birth, too. So Oh, really? Yeah, Xenomorph birth. <laughs> mm-hmm. What kind of, are we doing, can we do food? Oh, This is going to just, every podcast is going to resort to me being like, can we do food now? <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say about the film franchise? Hey, wait, wait, what's your favorite alien film? Uh, still Alien 1, for sure. Cool. My favorite is Alien. I like the second and the third. Yeah. I think the third. I watched the director's cut of the third film, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's my second favorite in the series. The third. I mean, I love the first film, but, oh, God. I loved all three. All three were, like, really awesome. The director's cut of the third film is probably one of the grossest films I've ever seen. Just all the, in the first (laughs) half of the film, like, all the beach lice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Woof. Okay. I go back and forth between... Alien and Aliens. Uh, it just depends on what mood I'm in. Like, if started... I want a popcorn movie, I'll watch Aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I want, like, a beautiful movie, I'll watch Aliens. We started the podcast with gangbangs, not with vaginas. Yes. Yeah. We did. Oh, we did. Yeah. yeah. Typical. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> uh, so, Sierra, uh-huh. each podcast episode, we decide what kind of a food the villain that we're talking about is. Unfortunately, I already think I gave a string of black licorice to Pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah, so I can't go. Yeah, that was my first thought was black licorice. You well, know you what? How about, about you, you can do that? Well, yeah. I'm not allowed to. Well, because obviously the sleek kind of shiny black vibe from the alien, just like what it looks like, but also the taste of black licorice is like, I feel Gross. like the majority of people hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But then I feel like there are people who really like the black licorice flavor and who they're, like, the same number of people who are, like, yeah, that xenomorph is super sexy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that xenomorph can chase me around all day. <laughs> I was thinking Gushers. Oh, good that's one. a good one. Yeah. Explodes in your mouth. Uh-huh. It's gross. Very visceral candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We're coming up with some pretty quick decisions here. Um, I've decided on uh, these um, creamy coconut popsicles. Because it's kind of gross, because it's like, it's a popsicle, but it's creamy and it's coconut, so it's kind of weird. That is kind of like the androids a little more, though. Or the face huggers. I was thinking yeah. more like face huggers. Maybe I'll think of a different one, but they're also like, you put them in your mouth, and mm-hmm. they're long. Let me think, yeah. let me, let me, come back to me. What about you? I don't know, I think the portobello assumption on face huggers was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of yeah. fleshy and... It doesn't kill mm-hmm. you. It doesn't kill you. It was portobello's. <laughs> the way people think of chipotle burritos, because you, hey. you eat it, and then it creates a food baby, and then you just explode on the toilet. <laughs> 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 I'm only thinking of South Park at this point, like, every time they ate chipotle. The shape of the alien head is... A burrito. If I'm not allowed to go with the creamy coconut popsicle, can I please go with putting olives in a food processor and then shaping them into the shape of a penis? You mean an olive olive penis? It's a food. Olive penis. Olive loaf? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, olive loaf. I feel like I'm cheating, but the aliens are so specific. cheese loaf with olives in it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a cheese cheese olive loaf. Mm -hmm. It's culturous. Shaped. Mm -hmm. Cheese olive dick. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And what did you go with, Eric? Hmm? What did you go with? I think portobello's. Something. Okay. Cool. Or unknown mushrooms. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a really That's good idea. Too. Actually, I heard that there's a group of people that feel like mushrooms were put on Earth as a communication device. So we can communicate with aliens, like hmm. our, our birth parents, aliens. So when you take a psychedelic mushroom, you're opening up the communication device, which is when you hmm. hallucinate and you can see things like that, mm-hmm. you are seeing into the world where we came from. Hmm. I heard about that. On... That's where you're gagging. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I... sure that guy's done some psychedelics. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I heard about that on Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie, which is... An amazing podcast. It's a little rough. You'll see what I mean if you try listening to it, but it's actually very entertaining in the in the long run. Maybe not a food. Maybe it's food poisoning. I'm gonna <laughs> say food poisoning because you explode. <laughs> Either mm-hmm. way, the xenomorph food representation is just yeah, food poisoning. Like you, like you ingest food, and it creates this Suspecting evil nothing. food baby mm-hmm. that just explodes just out of your body. That's. So cool yeah. and gross. Yeah. I don't like it. And I Bad like fish. It. That is <laughs> their food. Undercooked Eels. chickens. Yeah. I got weird orange juice for the mimosas. It, it says it's 100% juice, but that looks like Gatorade. It does look like Gatorade. Huh. Uh, Xenomorph. Let's do the Xenomorph from Alien. Let's keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Is they hot or not? <laughs> is they is hot? <laughs> I say yes. They Why? have hot characteristics. They're, well, they're hot in every sense that, like, most of our villains are hot. They're forceful. And, I mean, that's pretty much one of the main reasons. Like, they're kind they're, of forceful. Yeah, yeah, they are. I agree. But then they kill you. They're kind of like a, what do they call it, a prying mantis? All the villains mm-hmm. do kill people. Yeah, I know. So, so far, villain, all, Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, they're kind of like the prying mantis where they just kind of, or like, black widow or whatever. get inside yeah, you and they kill you. Unfortunately, I do think that they are, yes, they are hot. They're really gross and scary, and I don't like them, but they are hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're really They're... provocative and well-designed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look cool. Especially sexy as a female character who is overtly sexual mm-hmm. and masculine and not, like, the fact that they aren't human helps that they aren't really tied to certain gender roles either yeah. way, but I like if you think too. of the xenomorphs as female... The way that they are described as, it's like a big, like, scary, like, forceful woman that's, mm-hmm. like... Who's gonna take what she wants. Gonna that she can, you. she can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's pretty scary yeah. and, and mm-hmm. hot, so that's fine. <laughs> they kind of represent everything that people think is hot sexually. Mm-hmm. They're, like, wet. As was intended. Forceful. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of vagina and dick references. It's fun for everyone. And there's, like, the fun of the chase of, like, the predator-prey kind yeah, of thing. They kind of wait for you to get into their web. You know mm-hmm. what? I Oh, gosh. Why did I get any references? I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm. You know what? I'm going to post this because I'm going to look you up. But I, I can't finish this podcast without mentioning that um, there was, I believe, a woman um, that did a whole article on... They went through each alien representation, like the face hugger, and mm-hmm. threw out like to the to the alien queen and described how and why each version had female and male characteristics. 
And I don't know the name of your name, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get it. I'll post it. I, I apologize. And there, there might be one more thing. Hang on. Okay. Yep. This is what I wanted to mention. So I think we're stepping on some toes a little bit here with this podcast episode because there's a podcast titled In Bed with Dr. Sue, and she has an episode titled Alien Amor, Alien Sex, Impregnation, and Xenomorph Fetish. And I decided not to listen to it because I'm afraid that we're already that we're saying everything she's already said. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna listen to it after we record this and give her some props because she beat us to the punch. And I invite you all to go ahead and check out this podcast episode because I think we're doubling up a little bit. <laughs> so good for you, Doctor Sue. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll be talking a little bit more about the alien and their more like hive like kind of behavior and the alien queen in our next episode yes but uh, until then happy halloween happy halloween you guys happy halloween. send in creep corner stories if you find anyone attractive like loki from <laughs> avengers or chucky from child's play or any xenomorphs if you have any stories to send our way please send it to us at hotbadpod at gmail.com um check out our facebook and our instagram there's nothing on our Instagram. Oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> Let's not do that. Unless yet. you guys aren't telling me something. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll get on that. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you guys. Um, Thank you, Sierra. Yeah, thanks for having Check me. Check out the... Sirens of Scream. Sirens of Squeam. Scream. Scream. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Silence, <laughs> Silence of Squeam. Silence of Squeam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Happy Halloween. Okay.